This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Chillin' with Ice with me, Lori Fetrick, or most of you know me as Ice from the American Gladiators. Thank you for joining me on this podcast where we're going to dive in and go behind the scenes on the number one hit iconic show of the 90s. It's time to get up close and personal on what drove us to be gladiators, what challenges we faced, and how we overcame to reach all of our goals. I know in this first season, inquiring minds want to know, was there drama, fights, hookups? Are we all still friends? What did we do in our personal lives and how are we staying in such good shape years later? Well, stay right here and let's get into Chillin' with Ice. Before we dive into our incredible episode today, I want to let you know that this is a self-funded podcast and I would love your support. For the cost of a cup of coffee a month, you can donate to my Patreon page and that would make all the difference in the world. For the small donation, you will get back so much in rewards, like you can watch all of my podcasts on video. I will have exclusive content like behind the scenes footage, a private Facebook group where you can interact with me directly and other VIP fans, a monthly Q&A, direct shout outs and follows from me to you on your social media and so much more. Find me on Patreon at Chillin' With Ice or click the link in the show notes now. Okay, let's dive in. I am very excited about my next guest we have today. She and I actually worked together for, I think it was about two or three years, as a matter of fact. Let me have my little card here because this girl is an athlete, okay? She started in track and field when she was 12. She went to the University of Nebraska. She trained for the 92 Summer Olympics. She went into bodybuilding, placed fourth in the LA Championships in 89, and then she was on the American Gladiators, 1990 to 92. I would love to introduce Blaze from the American Gladiators, Shari Pendleton Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you so much for coming on. I absolutely love this. I haven't seen you. I was just telling everybody. Do you realize I haven't seen you for like almost 25 to 28 years? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you still look the same. Right. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, so you do. Are you? No. Girl, you haven't aged at all. You look beautiful. Oh my God, your skin is gorgeous. Thank you. How old are we? <laughs> do we have to say how old we are? Oh my goodness. Do we have to do we? Okay. We don't have to, we don't have to tell anybody how old we are, (laughs) but oh my God, you look amazing. I'm so happy to have you here. So I actually was doing a little bit of research on you just to kind of find some things out and what you spoke of. I'm like, oh, did I do all of that? Yes, you did. You did way more than that. As a matter of fact, what I want to ask you is about, first of all, I found out you were born in Iceland. I mean, that's crazy. I was born, wow, was that Wikipedia or something? Yes, that's what it says. 
Iceland. I've never been to Iceland. No, no, no. No, no. way. Yes, way. No, no. I was born in Los Angeles, California, but I was raised in Bakersfield, California. Where did they get that? No idea. And that's been on that page since 89. You know, I mean, nine. That's insane. Yeah, like what? When I don't read it much, I, I at first I thought they said that I was from Jamaica <laughs> as well. Okay. Now, yeah, so I had to deal with that while my kids were in school, elementary, because they thought, oh, your mom's from Jamaica, from yeah, all the nineties. I'm like, where are they getting this information from? Okay, no so that's 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 a misprint. You are not born in Iceland. You're right yeah. here, in Los Angeles, and born <laughs> and raised in Bakersfield. Yes. Yes, in country. No. <laughs> okay, well, I do know that you were training for the Summer Olympics, though. Tell me I, about that. I, I don't even remember. I've been, well, I started track and field when I was, I want to say, elementary school, or around seven or eight. So there was this organization in the community, it was this church organization called West Vernon Jets. And they were scouting the neighborhood for talent because it was an upstart, right? An upstart track team. And so I just happened to be, I don't know, back then we used to run the streets and everything, right? Had friends everywhere. So they saw these kids and they go, oh, would you be interested in running track? So I've been running track ever since I was, I'd say nine years old. So elementary, then middle school, and then on to high school. So I was running competitively in high school, you know, like the Arcadia meets. I don't know if you know anything about track and field, but it's kind of like big here in California. Back in the when I ran, you know, city and state meets and, you know, Arcadia meets. So I did all that and then received a scholarship to the University of Nebraska where I, you know, ran track and field and I was a triple jumper and a wow. hurdler. So I had been training and all my coaches growing up were all Olympic coaches, coaches, shoot. He passed away. Fred Jones, Ellie Mercurettes. Bobby Kersey, which was Jack Joanna Kersey's coach. I don't know if you know these people, but yeah, I know so, who I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. So all my coaches were really professional growing up. So I was always circling around great coaches. And so when you say trying out or training for the Olympics, that's all I did. That was my goal in life, right? And which like I said, scholarship to Nebraska. Then in 84, that happened in 84. It was trials, you know, I was that was your goal to try out, right? Right. I ended up, ended up straining my hamstring, right? Which put me into rehab, right? But before that, go back, back up to the University of Nebraska, they had the number one strength complex in the nation at that time under Boyd Epley. And I was like his protege, right? I designed, better listen to me, for the football team, right? <laughs> I used to be the only female in the football team, lifting weights because I was like crazy about weights, right? It had nothing to do with the look. It was just the feel at that time, being strong, being competitive, right? So yeah, I was right there and with Boyd Epley, you have to understand, lifting weights. And so I almost got my scholarship revoked because I was trying to not bodybuild at the time because I wasn't thinking bodybuilding, just lifting heavy weights, trying to get right. power and strength to run. And so I tried my, okay, so basically that's how the Olympic dream was not shattered because it was like a blessing in disguise by me straining my hamstring. I ended up trying out for the American Gladiators, but I was doing fitness modeling at Gold's Gym and this and that, right? And, you know, they had, everybody was there, you know, the Arnolds, the Lala Zeta passed away back then. It was Jeff Goldblum of, what's, that, what's the movie called? What's the dinosaur movie? Jeff Goldblum, the tall guy? Oh, you're talking Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yes. Yeah, so yeah. all these people, you know, frequently. And I got to say, Arnold, yeah, yeah. Goals, you know, so at that time, so I was just 
milling around, you know, lifting weights, you know, and you have the talent agents coming in. I'm not thinking of any of this. I'm just in there lifting weights. You know, yeah. that's what I love to do, joy. And so you get a call saying, oh, this producer wants to meet with you. You know, are you interested? Well, actually, I had an agent, Tony Duffy, who was an official photographer for the Olympics, right? And so uh, through word of mouth, you know, I went in to, you know, do the audition, an interview to talk with. I can't recall who he was. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see the person, but I can't, you know, right. think of it. And, you know, for the audition and then on the set at Universal Studio to try it out, blah, blah, blah. So my... Olympic dream that I had trained for from eight to 20. Well, how was I when I got the gladiators? 20, I'm just going to say eight to 20 something. Still, you know, the gladiators came around. Right. So that dream is like a blessing in the sky. It's like one door closed me, the other door opened. So everybody go, oh, you're a blade, whatever. When you were bodybuilding, when you were bodybuilding, did you ever, I mean, when you were competing, first of all, I know the LA championships were hard. I actually never did the LA championships. I never competed in it, but I remember I was, I did a couple small city bodybuilding Mm -hmm. shows. Did I do LA? I might've done LA. All I know is LA was veterans auditorium. I don't know what that was, but I remember competing against zap myself and I forget who she competed against zap. (laughs) Oh my Yes. She's always showing up. Right. (laughs) That's awesome. So what weight Uh, class, uh, what weight class did you compete in? Give me the white cloud. Okay, was it heavy? What, what are they, what well, they heavy, there was like the lightweight, middleweight. And I think middleweight, if I remember right, went up to something like, oh, I want to say 129, 130. And then from 130 and above was considered heavyweights. I was always consistent at 145. No okay, so what. you were you were in the heavyweight yeah. category. Yeah. So you were competing yeah. against Ray then because she was heavyweight too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca's out of toy. I think that's where the LA was, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? the LA and competition was hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I ended up winning actually the Miss Natural International, right? I forget what. Yeah, that was a big one. Shoot. Did you ever want to go like nationals and then go what? pro? I did not. I did not. That's when Tanya came onto the scene. So I was all, I was there, you know, as they call it. So Tanya Knight, which is gold, right? Right. Came on the scene, right? At around that, around that time. So it was Tanya, Zap, myself, but she was doing other things. Yeah. I never competed with you guys. I mean, everybody. Well, you didn't, did you? Where are you? But I was, I I must've been, I must've been a little bit behind you guys. Yeah, you were, you were. You know, as far as competing wise. Because you guys were already like above, like you were ahead of me like a year, probably right, right. a right, year, right. year and a half ahead of me before yeah. I came onto the bodybuilding scene. Because at that time we were doing a lot of muscle and fitness, you know, fitness thing. That was our career, you know, messing with fitness magazine. I got that, you know, in the yeah. It was great. It was great. Girl, I went back and I saw some photos of you and somebody made an actual YouTube video tribute to your bodybuilding days. And your body was amazing when you were competing. I haven't seen any of it because I don't do social media. I know you you don't. You're the only gladiator that does no. I was like, I can't find her anywhere. Nope, nope, no, no, no. So, because you know, I've been teaching a lot. So, I've been. We're going to get into that in a minute. Yeah. We're going to get into that. But what I what I do want to know is how many kids you got right now? I have two. I have a son who's my youngest, 22, 
and a daughter who's 20, yes, me, I want to say 25. <laughs> Are they both super athletic or is it just your well, son? Both of them were initially, my daughter, she was, became a black belt at, uh, she was a set, the youngest black belt ever at, I want to say seven. And wow. she's a junior Olympic back then. Yeah, black belt. Taekwondo is in a spring. Oh, she was good. My husband, you know, her, it was great. Roundhouses and this and that. So she became the black belt. She started running track. Didn't like track at all, but I forced her. So she <laughs> participated in the track all the way up until high school. My son, on the other hand, also an athlete, was number one, I want to say, in the nation. Because he won, actually, the Junior Olympics at the age of nine and 10. He was the fastest kid in the 100 and the 200 meters back in Sacramento, California. So he was known for his speed, right? And so, but he parlayed that. He also played football. And he was all at, he, I started him at six. And uh, yeah, and so, but he was the quarterback. Even though he had the speed to be a running back, no one wanted to be the quarterback back then. So <laughs> they threw him in the quarterback position. So that's why he was able to do everything, right? You know, so he's at University of San Diego right now, the Torceros or whatever. Yeah. So and my daughter you, graduating USC. Go ahead. So when you were when you were raising your kids, because you and your husband are very athletic, when you were raising your kids, it's funny. I heard you say I forced her to do track and field. But well, I was just so going to say it, it's interesting because I see so many kids nowadays that are very athletically gifted, but their parents don't give them any direction. And exactly. they, they don't push them. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I wish my parents yeah. had pushed me into like something because I was so athletically gifted, but I had no direction. Right, right. Yeah. So exactly. you started them young. Young and pressed them in that one direction. So they did well. Yeah. So my son is still, you know, in the fold of things, prepping, hoping, hopefully going to the next level, you know, the draft and this and that. But like I said, he had his little run with the Netflix because they did a documentary on him when he was in high school because we won the state. He went to St. John Bosco, right? And he won the state meet and this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he ends up going to University of Iowa, Iowa State University in Ames, Iowa. Yeah. So we bought property up there in Ankeny, right? To be close to him. Yeah. <laughs> but we're still foundation was here in Los Angeles. But and then my daughter, even though like I said, she graduated at 21 with her master's from USC in English, but she studies abroad. That's what, she, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's she studies abroad. Awesome. Japan, China, she's been everywhere at 20, when she was traveling young. So if your son school. had, is going through the draft and everything. So if he had his perfect scenario, where would he want to be drafted to? Where would he want to go? I think he said, why do I want to say? Oh, his first pick was the San Francisco 49ers, but I believe he wants to do uh, second pick would be the, what do you call it? Texas, Cowboys. I'm sorry. Oh, the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. So when you yes, went sir. to try out for the Gladiators, we're going to switch gears a little bit here. When you went to try out for the American Gladiators, did you actually have to go through like the tryouts and do pull-ups and and run? And how were your tryouts? So this is so because you under you have to understand they had just released the pilot, so I wasn't on the pilot. I was on when it actually came to the, what do you call it? The first season, right? First Afterwards? Season. Yeah. Yeah. When Sunny and Nitro and Lace and Gemini, those were the pilots, right? And so when it came to the season, the first season, it was myself, Gemini, Lace, Nitro, and it was a guy named, a character named Titan, because I remember the pictures probably in one of my showrooms. And I said Lace, yeah. 
Yeah. So how you said, did I try out actually? Well, how were your tryouts? Did they make you like do physical tryouts? Like yeah. okay. to see? All right. Oh, okay. So initially I had the meeting at Samuel Goldwyn's headquarters off of, was it Santa Monica and Beverly Hills or something like that. Right. And they asked me if I was interested because they were actually looking for somebody that was athletic. So they knew I ran track and field and I was bodybuilding at the same time. So that combination came together. So and they saw me in the gym, blah, blah, blah. And I had a, a trial. So they go, okay, yeah. So we want you to come to Universal Studios. I know this is where they were trying out the contenders, right? Because I had already became a gladiator. I was a gladiator on the spot. Okay, we want you, but we want you to, like you said, the push-ups and this and that. I didn't do that. What they had me doing was wrestling. I know I wrestled, right? I know I did the joust against Wendy. Wendy Williams was a former <laughs> Olympian, javelin thrower. So I knew who I was going up against. I'm like, this is serious because they have high quality contenders that I'm, you know, battling, right? So we get up there, we battle, right? She got some good hits. I think I got some good hits as well, but I knew she was tough then and I didn't want to see her again. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was hard. And so I did that one and then they had me do, like I said, wrestling, but you don't know I had some girl who's like 160, I'm 140 at right. that time, 142, whatever. And the girl looked like sunny, but it wasn't sunny. It was another girl. And so me and my, you know, aggressive nature and athleticism, just instincts, you know, I took the girl, threw her over, right? And <laughs> they were sold on me. But you didn't know that I, I don't want to say tore my rotator cuff. Oh. Even before the show started. Well, that's why I was never able to, to do the rings, but I really wanted to do the rings. So you guys didn't know I was working on the handicap with one arm the entire time. Wait, so and you so, never did the rings? I never did the rings. I wanted to so badly. I never knew you didn't do the rings. Never did. I used to see you guys. Yeah. 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 That's in, and because it was your shoulder. You totally. Yeah. The shoulder. Wow. Got yeah. I so actually I got done interviewing and I don't want to give it away, but I'm going to say it anyway. Laser. He has mm -hmm. had 12 surgeries on his shoulder. Ah. Yeah. Wow. I can believe that. See, wow. Cause the, you know, the wall, all that, it took its toll, right? Yeah, it did. And now so, that you look back on it. Yeah. 12. On both 12. Okay, so what other events didn't you do? Because I know there was events that I didn't do, and it wasn't because I had a handicap or an injury. It's just because I didn't oh, want to do them. <laughs> so I tell you what, I, I, love, I we love Breakthrough and Conquer, right? Love Breakthrough and yeah. Conquer. Okay, that one, and then the, the Powerball we loved. Right? Yeah. We loved. Let's see. You remember, Lauren, you remember Human Cannonball, right? Oh, my God, girl. That was I, I talk about the human cannonball all the time because I hated it so bad. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever have any concern? Cause I remember I, I watched some videos like, you know, of, of conquering and stuff. Were you ever concerned or did they actually grab your braids? Cause there was a few times that I saw you, you were utterly so pissed off because Either they grabbed your braids and you're like this. Yeah, probably. Probably. I remember that one clip. Who was the girl? Remember? I don't oh, remember. You, wait, wait. You were at the breakthrough party. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do and we remember. both had a confrontation with her. Exactly. Because when I was wrestling, yes, yeah, she probably tried to pull my braids when we're in the, the wrestling. Yeah, they bring me down. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah.
So did anybody else ever try to grab him and pull him? Did you ever have any concern? No, no, never. (laughs) Never thought about that. That's funny. You should mention that, but only in wrestling because we were so close, right? Right. Basically. I know. But you know what? Did you like the thing you used to shoot? You know what? I liked it. And, and and here's the thing. It's interesting because everybody brings it up. Everybody's like, oh, my favorite event is is assault. You know why? It's because they think it would be so much fun to take a tennis ball and shoot it at people, obviously. Right. You know, 120 miles an hour. But the reason why we didn't care for, well, I liked it, but it was a pain in the ass because the gun never worked. Exactly. Remember how it would stick? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, and you think, oh, she's a rotten shot or whatever, right? And you, yeah. you can aim well, but it was it would stick a lot. It'd stick a lot, and that was the whole problem with it. But yeah. it's it's interesting. I mean, it's like human cannonball was my worst. Hated it. Couldn't stand that. I wouldn't do sky track. Honestly, do you remember that one? Were you on the show in sky track and they had you upside down? No, I the bungee things was the last. Event. I love the bungee thing. I don't know why I did. And Atlas. Remember Atlas? That was stupid too. (laughs) All right. We call them hamsters. Let's say lobsters. Hamsters. I was concerned about an earthquake. (laughs) In my head, I was like, what if there's an earthquake? And I actually asked the grips, the guys who were putting the, you know, the cages on and drilling us in. That was kind of like, oh my God. But I asked him, I go, what would happen if there was an earthquake? How do we get out of these? He goes, you're safer in one of these. If wow. an earthquake hit, because, you know, they were steel and, you know, they were yeah. welded together. And I was just like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't last long enough, did it? I mean, we're rolling, you know, because the time constraint in, t- in the filming, the actual taping. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so tell me how you met your husband. Okay. So the first, that season, whoever is in charge of talent went down to Camp Pendleton, right, to recruit a Marine to come down to train the gladiators for hand-to-hand combat. You know, the whole should be Were we that bad and we needed that? <laughs> yeah, because you had to be proficient in the jobs. Yeah, you know, okay. Make it work, right? Right. But how are you, how are you on heights? Were you afraid of the... I, we were hosted 17th. It was a 20 feet. Uh, yeah, it's like about 20 feet. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, right, right. But the circumference of the circle... It was very know, small. Was yeah. Here, right, like... With the pugil stick in your hand and trying to fight, right? Yeah. Worry yeah. about falling. But no, so they tr- sent for him, the Marines, to come down, yes, to improve our technique, right? And he was amazing on the, what's it called? The eliminate, was it elimination, right? The eliminator. The eliminator. So the cargo net. And he went across it with such agility. I was stunned. I, I've never seen that before because he was huge, you understand? And the rope. And he just went so fast across it and up their cargo nets. You know, he's doing an, an example for us, right? And showing right. us how it's supposed to be done. Right? So, but I'm like, oh man, this guy is good. So I think that's what the spark, you know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> the athleticism. But we couldn't stand each other the first year. You have to understand because he was for the contenders. They hired, actually, Lori, they hired him to train the contenders, not us, not the gladiators. We were good. You understand? Right. We were natural athletes, and, you know, but the contenders, that's what it was. So he, the second season, he came to train the, gla- the actual gladiators. But that first season, he was there just prepping the contenders. And then he told the contenders our secrets, our weaknesses, you understand? So they could beat us, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he didn't like us. You were like, this is not fair. <laughs> it's not fair, but yeah, he could not stand the gladiators. He thought we were, I don't know, full of ourselves. You know, really? 
<laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. So, so then how'd second- you, how'd you wind up on a date with him? Listen, so, so the second season that he came down, I wanted to become more proficient in this joust, mm-hmm. right? So I called down there to base and asked for him. I go, it would be okay if I came down so you can give me some lessons, right? He thought I was asking him on a date. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to come down. And so I brought my brother down with me, right? And he goes, what you bring your brother for? <laughs> for protection, right? Yeah, right. No. Yeah, yeah. So then he thought I was coming down to see him, but I was coming down because I wanted to learn. So we went out on the beach. So what is it? It's called San Onofre? I forget what it's called. Uh, San Onofre. That's right. San Onofre Beach. Yeah. And where they do their drills and things like that. The Marines do their drills, you know, right. whatever. And so we would train them. Yeah. And that's how. So we just started dating and hanging out as friends, right? And, um, 28 what, years later. <laughs> or 30. What are you talking about, 28? 30 years later. 32. Wow. What year is this, Lori? <laughs> oh, my gosh. 2023. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 23, 21, 22, 23 years. Yeah. Well, he was also on the Knights and Warriors, wasn't he? which was a spinoff show of the gladiators. See, so he just hooked on to my character. Hey, listen to this. They, <laughs> they discovered him at Magic Mountain. We had, went on a date, you know, whatever. We're at Magic Mountain. And the producer and someone else, you know, executive producer, whatever, they were in line behind us. And they were so enthralled with his physique because, you know, he's naturally gifted, right? I mean, just built. He's a big boy. Natural. Yeah. Yeah, just natural. yeah. And so just crazy arms and his color is so totally different from anybody you've ever seen. It's not a real tan. He's like golden orange. It's ridiculous. With <laughs> all those tours to say Africa, you know, wherever. And he, he was in Somalia and he was telling me how hot it was there, like 116. It was a lot hot. hot wow. right? So because he was in the sun, so, you know, his complexion, whatever. Because he, I'm telling you, even when you took, what is it called, diaderm or whatever? To yeah, try the yeah. Tan, I remember that. that. Totally different color. I didn't know what color my husband was. Wow. (laughs) That's how funny it was. Yeah. So the producer, they were so enthralled with him. They asked him if he would be interested in doing a show. Like, I don't even think he said, I think they said like the gladiators, not knowing I was Blaze at the time. Right. And we're in line getting ready to get on. I forget what ride it was. I can't believe they just approached him out of the blue. Yeah. We were in line. They were behind us. They were just having a great, they were just on an outing as well. Right. In the summer, and they happened to be in front of him, and that's how he got that show. Yeah, that's a great. Was- that's an actually great story. I mean, that's like the true discovered mm-hmm. in L.A. You're at a coffee shop. You're in line at a you know Magic Mountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, and so from there on, yeah, a lot of little um, starring roles and films. Right now, he just did a, a USAA commercial. I don't know if you've seen him. You probably know him, right? Probably so not. Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, he's still. In it, even though he just retired, he was in Marines for thirty years. Wow, that's awesome. Retired last year, year and a half. Oh yeah. So and around he getting on my nerves. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. After thirty-two years, something like that's got to happen. Yeah. So Jules are missing that. Yeah. Now, when you were doing Gladiators, did you did you feel like the the women? I'm going to say women right now. Let's leave the men out of it for a minute. Did you feel okay. like the women were super competitive with one another? The women gladiators or the women contenders? Gladiators. Only one. <laughs> you know, and who is that one? <laughs> <laughs> Missy Missy, I call her. <laughs> Zap. Zap. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think because I, 
Yeah, she was the only one. Right. Now tell me, tell me why you think Zap was so competitive. Was it competitive athletic wise or competitive just in general? I think just the vibe. The vibe was in general, in yeah. general, because I, I used to see her. Like I said, the bodybuilding show, so she was always, you know, trying to be intimidating, doing push-ups. You know, you know how you guys are to psych someone out, that type of stuff. That's Don't put me doing. in that category. I love that. You know how you guys are. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you are. Well, you know, it's, like, yeah, it's interesting. So, so if that's considered competitive that way, yeah. No, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying because you know when I went to go try out for the American Gladiators. I, okay, first of all, did you see the American Gladiators before you tried out? I did not. didn't know what it was. Okay, my you family, had no idea. I had no idea. My okay, family, so- was they, was, they were glued to it. I had my brother, when I actually told him, I go, you guys, guess what? They want me to do this show called the American Gladiators. And they were like, what? What? Because they had one, the set was just so simplistic. Remember, there's just the trees. <laughs> And did you see the pilot? cardboard cutouts? <laughs> but they loved it. Then. I'm like, okay, okay. I guess this is something. Yeah. So I had never seen it and didn't know anything about it. Now, nope. see, I watched it once and I was okay. like, oh my God, this is like a stupid show, but it was kind of cool. It was like, okay, I can do this. But I watched right. it because Ray was on it and I knew who she was. And obviously we watched people who was on television. But when I went down to Gold's Gym in Venice... And I approached her because we weren't real friends. We didn't really know each other. I just knew of her. And Mm -hmm. I actually went up, introduced myself to her and said, hey, I've seen you on the American Gladiators. How can I get in touch with someone so I could try out for the show? She did not want to give me any Any information. (laughs) I can see that. What? None. Because that's where, that was our hangout. Everybody, well. Well, That's I didn't get, I didn't train there because I was from the Valley. I was from Pasadena. So I never got to train down. I only went to Venice, like maybe once every three, four months to be, to look around and see the people yeah. and, you know, uh, things like that. And that's where I saw her. And she was like, oh, just watch the end of the show. It'll be there. Shut up. It was never there. <laughs> I'm serious. She didn't give you any information. None. Absolutely none. Not a phone number. No, no, nothing. She, and and you're right. So that's that's that little Aries competitive nature in her. Her, yeah, that's her. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so one of the things we got to do is we got to travel around to 106 cities within what three four months. Exactly. Exactly. What were your oh. thoughts of the tour, girl? It went by so fast, though, right? But when we were in it, it felt like it was dragging. <laughs> dragging, yeah. And I thought I would like the hotel stays, you know, and in and out of a tour bus, right? The, and did we eat well? <laughs> um, um, that was my biggest Well, complaint. see, remember they would cook dinner for us and then we'd, we went to the stadium before we did the show. They'd have dinner ready for us. And and that's where they had yeah. like the chicken and rice and the vegetables. And I, then there's a couple yeah. venues that, remember yeah. I we went to one venue and they had like hot dogs and hamburgers for us. And everybody was like, excuse what? me, but what's this? <laughs> what city was that? I don't even remember, but I remember it happening. <laughs> and but the only thing they didn't have, Lori, was because we like to lift weights. Yeah. You had weights on the road. It was hard for them to find what gyms and things like that. It was so to- hard to find a gym in the cities that we were at. Thing I didn't like, you understand? You build yourself up to, you know, so much, and then you can't maintain it because 
you didn't know where the gym was, you know, whatever. Right, right, and exactly. Up, I remember it. Some guy had us come to his garage or something. I knew what state that was. It was Jim and I, myself. I want to say laser, right? Because we were so desperate to find some weights. Somebody invited you into their home and said, here, you can come train in my garage. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. It's, it's. It's hard because remember, like we'd get done with the show and we'd have to crawl back up on that bus and travel to the yeah. next city. And I, I mean, like that part. I don't remember, but I like it. Right. I remember. The, yeah, I like that part. Just traveling on the bus. Right? Remember, like in the front of the bus were like, you know, I remember it was like Nitro and Gemini and, you know, whoever else. And they were like all like hooping and hollering. and they would either be singing and partying. And then in the yeah. back of the bus, they had the big screen TV. Whoever wanted to like hang out and just watch TV okay. and yeah. chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was not missed that. Did you get a picture of the bus? Did you ever? Did we, how come we didn't video any of this? I did video it. The bus? I did. I videoed. Okay. But here's what was kind of sad is. Oh, can you imagine if we had our smartphones back then? I know. We could have been photographed. I mean, we could have videotaped and photographed. But I had one of those handheld camcorders. Uh-huh. And so the, okay. it wasn't the best video. Yes. So my husband, that's what he used to do when he was at Universal Studios. He would film the back lot. And so they had him film the, you guys, the, us, the gladiators, doing practice. So we have that footage of training. Oh. We have it of you too. You don't, you're you're going to be shocked when you see it. That would be fun. So, yeah. I mean, the tour wasn't, so you didn't, okay. The tour was hard for me in certain incidences because of the fact, like you said, training, the food yeah. wasn't consistent. I did. I gained some weight on that tour because we weren't able to, to tra- you know, to train on a regular basis all the time. Did you find it like difficult or hard? I mean, or was it just the training part? I mean, I remember there were some fights I, here and there. <laughs> was there some fights? Listen to you. You're I like, <laughs> see, I think at, on the trip, was I married? No, I, I don't think you were. It's funny because. But you gay are engaged or something, right? You were so, kind of quiet and to yourself, time. though. Yeah, but only because I had, I was supposed to be in love. Like, I mean, I was in love. Oh, you were supposed to be. I like that. I was supposed yeah, to be I was in love. love back then, right? So, uh, you know, I didn't want. I was just dating one person, just him. So that's why I probably wasn't involved in everything because I'm like, oh, I have somebody, you know, I love somebody, whatever. And you guys were having fun. Oh. <laughs> listening to my. This is what I would do. I would be in the. What do you call it? The bunk. Yes. Listen to the top. The the artist at the time was I think Mariah Carey's songs. Her album was hot. It just came out because Dan said something about he knew her and she had just did, I want to say Arsenio Hall, I'm not even sure, right? And both, because she was new and up and coming. And so I used to listen to her soundtrack and I think Whitney Houston. So that was good. I was listening to music. You're happy. You're in your little, I mean, (laughs) those little, I mean, those little, I don't even want to call them beds. What were they like three feet like wide? Our our little beds, those little bunks? Yeah, if that. Yeah, and then it was like the height of it. That's the only thing is I remember because I get a little claustrophobic in a little way. And I had to like psych myself up not to get claustrophobic when I crawled in to go to sleep. And I saw like I had this much room like above my head. And I was like, okay, just relax. No, I don't remember because they would drive us to the hotels, right? And we get off and because I was there, I was saying to myself, did we actually sleep? (laughs) Did we shower? (laughs) So yeah. Do you yeah. have a most memorable moment on the tour? Like where we played or something? 
I do because it's memorable to me because it was at the University of Nebraska. It was in Nebraska where I went to school, right? University of Nebraska. I think it was Omaha, that Omaha stadium, right? Wherever we perform. And I had the best joust ever. So it, it paid off by me going back to San Diego where my you know, husband was a Marine who trained, you know, me how to do the, what is it, the pugil sticks. So it's one and the, the one song that came out because I was victorious. Listen, listen. So I beat the girl to crap, right? I just beat her down. And the crowd <laughs> screaming, right? Because I'm in front of my hometown. Not my hometown, but you know, Nebraska. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm showing off and everything. And the, the one song, One Moment in Time was just etched in my brain. And it meant something. That's why I was saying Whitney Houston. So that song, are you familiar with it? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know about, what right? you're talking about. Yeah. So that, and it was like, it was surreal. It was surreal. I mean, I just, it, it was great. So that's, you know, what's cool is what you I, got to capture that moment and you were in the yeah. moment when it happened and you can remember it so vividly. It was, it was yeah. Yeah. But I wish somebody had videoed it or something, you know, cause I'm searching. Normally my husband would have videoed it, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe somebody will listen to the podcast. Somebody huh? will remember Hope so. and they can it's contact me and I can get it to you. Thank so you. the question is, is did anybody videotape Blaze at the Omaha re- Arena in Nebraska while she was doing her joust? Yeah. <laughs> if you do contact us. Was, Lori, whoever the contender was, right? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. So that was the one thing. I, yeah. See, mine was Madison Square Gardens. Just because it was Madison Square Gardens. Right? And you say, man, we did so much. Yeah. I remember, it's coming back to me. I know right. it, it takes. So how do you feel? Do you ever have you do you ever go back and just once in a while, like see a show and watch yourself for a moment? The gladiators. Yeah, the gladiators. Like when's the last time you turned the television on and, and either watched yourself on YouTube or, you know, Pluto. Pluto has their our own channel on Pluto right now. I didn't know that. See, the only way I would go back is remember we have the were they DVD players. Yeah. Yeah. DVDs, DVDs. Right. So I have those from the shows. Right? So when's the last time you went back and watched yourself on, on the gladiators? How many years has it been? It's been a long time. Oh, I never even watched. I never, I didn't even want to see it. You never wanted <laughs> to watch yourself. <laughs> I didn't. I would say, you know what? Because now that I'm teaching, it pops up, you know, and the kids are showing. It. Of course. It's been kind of recent. I'd say, uh, as far as me just sitting down and watching, I don't think I've ever been there. Wow. That was 20 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So tell me the, tell me the coolest place you actually got to travel when you were doing the American Gladiators. Cause you know, we got to do personal appearances and we went a lot of places, but what was one of the most coolest memorable places you actually got to go when we were doing Gladiators? I want to say, like we went, okay, New York, when I did the Montel Williams show, right? That was pretty cool. We yeah. used to have, what do you call them, guest appearances? Yes. So we had the Arsenio Hall show. You did Arsenio? Yeah, it was as a group, though. This was with bodybuilders, if not, so not the Gladiators. Okay, it's okay. okay. So Montel Williams show. I want to say Geraldo Rivera. You know, those Oh, you did all shows. the, remember those are the old, all the old time talk <laughs> shows. <laughs> Dennis Prager, you don't probably know who that is. He's a talk show, conservative talk show host way back in the day before he became what he is today. Right. right? So a lot of those things were great. Yeah. Right. Appearances. So who's the biggest celebrity slash athlete you've ever met? 
Celebrities. Or an athlete. Can't say that person. Let me say. You're like, can't say that. You got to meet Arnold, though. Yeah, Arnold. I have a picture with Arnold right back there. It was you want to see it? No. Okay. That's it cool. And, and he was getting ready to do the. He was actually on the set, Mr. Freeze. Right? You know the movie? What was he, Mr. Freeze, about? Was it Batman or something? Oh, I can't even remember which one. I mean, I remember when he was on the back lot. He was getting ready for. I think it was Kindergarten Cop or something. Was it Kindergarten Cop? Because what was Mr. Freeze? Because my husband. Rodney was in Mr. Freeze. He had a oh, no cop. wonder. So, kindergarten cop, though. He could have been kindergarten cop because it was me and Tanya went into the dressing room and the makeup artist, and he took a picture with us there. So I have it, you know, back here <laughs> in my showroom. Yeah. Just like a frame. But uh, so Arnold, yeah, Arnold. Who else? Well, all the major bodybuilders back then that were at goals, right? Hey, did you watch the Netflix documentary, Killer Sally? I did, girl. That brought back so many memories. It did. My husband was raised in Ray, Ray, Ray McNeil's. Yeah. Marine as well. So he used to come over because we were, when we got married, we moved to Oceanside. We used to train at the gym in Oceanside. He and Sally trained there as well, right? Don't even get me started on her, but you <laughs> a former Marine, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And they got married. But yes. And what I thought, was see now if you watch television now you know the interrogations like the id channels if you watch that stuff you know you ask for a lawyer first but she spilled her she told everything right is she's so crazy she had, is she truly as crazy as she seemed or yeah since you actually got to meet her yes and ray yes yeah i watched it and brought back so many memories because that's when i was in bodybuilding very heavily uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. like when Bill Wick showed up, I was just like, oh, yeah. my God. the wrestling and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And this, that was that was crazy. But that was all true. And from her perspective, so it was the greatest thing I had ever seen because it was true. You didn't have anybody because she divulged everything. You know everything. Saying? Yeah. And you didn't have anybody dubbing. Oh, she said this. No, no, no. But the only thing they didn't have Ray's perspective. Right. I know. Yeah. And. Him and my, him and my husband, they used to do, they used to go up to Hollywood to do, a, what do you call it, theater, mm-hmm. acting classes. Mm-hmm. And the person that was in the acting class with them, she has her own talk show right now, Sherry Shepard. So back then, it was my husband, Ray, Sherry Shepard. They used to do skits, like, I forget the name of the one skit they did, not Raising in the Sun, something. I forget. But anyway, yeah. So they were really close. They used to drive up there in a the little Nissan pickup truck, <laughs> him and Ray. And so I just, we had just had a barbecue, maybe a couple of, maybe a week or two before this actually happened. No right? way. Yeah. Not so bad. was it kind of shocking to you when you, when you heard it? Yes, because the, I mean, they only, it was about a quarter of a mile up the way okay. where they stayed, we stayed in the house and they were, you know, get the street mission, I forget the street, the apartments and I drive by, we drive by now, you know, whenever we're going towards San Diego. And I just look at the apartment. I'm like, wow, you know, because they told you blood was everywhere. Yeah. So oh. boring. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I know. And that's so sad. Everything. Yeah. So oh, now when you were doing gladiators, did you, what was your, I mean, did you want to do television? Did you want to do movies? Did you want to do stunts? I mean, what was it that you actually were thinking of when you were doing gladiators? Because doors were starting to open, right? Right. 
So what what was in the back of your head? Were you like, oh, I'd like to do this or that? No, my crazy thought process, because I've always been an educator, right? I'm thinking, because my dad always wanted me to be a teacher. So I was always, uh, what do you call it? Not searching. What's the word I'm looking for? Towards academics. Anyway, okay. right? so I'm like, I want to go to school. I want my master's. I want my PhD. You know what I mean? That type of thing. So I really wasn't focusing on the opportunities that presented themselves, even though I did a couple of movies like Of, Un of Unknown Origin, starring Ronnie McDowell, which is, and Melanie, some, whoever, Star Trek, Star Trek's the character's name. I know what you're talking about, Kirk. but. What's Captain Kirk? What's his real name? I see him all the time trying to, well, anyway, his daughter. We did a I can movie see his together. face too. Shatner, William Shatner. Shatner, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like him and his daughter. So I did a couple of little movies, B-movies, right? Commercials. It was fun, right? Oh, body shaping in Hawaii when they flew us to Hawaii. Oh, I remember this, that. Or people didn't realize it was called the step. It's called step ups. Yeah, yeah step. step. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Like, I remember the show. That right? Yeah, it was. That was great. So they set us up at Turtle Bay in Hawaii. It was great. I forget the characters. Kendall, I remember one guy. But anyway, that was the introduction of the step ups when you do aerobics, right? Right. Yeah. Shari, you were one of the smart ones. I mean, you actually seriously saw your future and went, okay, I want to go get my master's. I want to go teaching to where all of us, we were just kind of like chasing the rainbow, chasing the dream, <laughs> you know? And like, and, and look, I mean, you've had, but you've had an amazing run. I mean, so what grade, what do you actually teach? What grade? Well, K through 12. So I started out teaching PE early on, but now I just substitute teach right okay. now. Early on, I taught high school, physical education, Harvard High School in Rialto, California, right? And then when I had that massive layoff back in whatever it was, 92s, I just said, you know what, I'll just, because it gave me the opportunity to raise my children. Yeah. So and you're helicopter parents. I didn't want to be that, but I was forced to do position. I was there 24-7. It was a private school, right? 24-7. I ended up choreographing all the talent shows from K through 8. It was K through 8 for both my daughter and my son. I was, what do you call it? The room mom? Mm -hmm. Like that. Coach. Listen, I'm a coach. Track and field, right? For my son, like I said, from shoot, 2 to 18. I'm still coaching them now, right? And I, St. John Bosco, so everywhere he went, I was his track coach. It was like a blessing. I'm like, oh, this is falling into play. But mind you, I didn't plan any of this. It was just happening. So that's perfect. That's the way it was supposed to happen. I basically went to school with my kids, raised them. So what took you out of Gladiators? You need to ask them your goal on that, right? Well, what I, happened? So I do recall, okay, after, like you said, on tour, right? I always say it's kind of funny because I don't even really know what happened. But on the tour, I remember I'm getting, we wanted a raise. As a group, always, right? Who was the leader? Dan, whoever. Dan and Gemini. Right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. There always. You go. Always. always. So, uh, so they were in negotiations with, what was his name? Fishoff. What was the guy's name? David Fishoff, I want to say. Fishoff was a tour. Okay. Fishoff was the tour guy. Oh, you said that, but that's how it happened. Okay. Or back to the, when we got back from the tour, my name wasn't on the, what do you call it? Roll call or? Call yeah, on the roster. Yeah. Right. So I go up to uh, sashay myself up to Samuel Goldwyn's headquarters, like I said, off of Santa Monica and Wilshire. 
I'm going, and I see our huge pictures, you know, the gladiators, the pretty one, right? The picture with all of us yeah. in the in the foyer lobby. It's like, oh, so me, I don't know why I was so bold, right? You just don't walk into somebody's office. Hey, if I you want in, something, you do. I guess, right? I'm going to, hey, okay, why? You know, I'm like, you know, <laughs> I go, I go, is this Samuel Gold or Julie Brush or whoever was in charge at that time, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, I think that was a mail room. I don't know why I was on the first floor. So I walk in there, you know, like, ah, and then there was Sammy Gold was standing right there. You know, he gave me the dirtiest look. He looked at me as I don't think guy. I've ever met him. Oh, hey, you enter my space. Yeah, yeah, you probably have because you don't go to the head, you don't go, you know, main office. And I go, I'm looking for, no, no, I'm like, is there any reason that you guys didn't call me back or my name's not on the roster? And then I think they escorted me to a room to wait to speak with Julie, somebody, whoever they had in place at that time, because they were setting up, because you have to understand, we had alternates. People think, oh, everybody's gladiator. No, because we went on tour, you had alternates that were taking our place, you know, on the show, basically, right? I go into the office and they go, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they said we're not renewing your contract. And I go, is there a reason why? But they were, they just said, no, okay, no explanation. That's the whole thing. No way. They just said, yeah. Like, I'm like, wow, is this really happening? See, that's so bullshit. I, I didn't even know that. I don't yeah. think anybody knew that. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's what happened. So you didn't yeah, do anything. So, you were performing. You were popular. Morning. Everybody loved you. Came back from tour and all of a sudden you weren't on the roster. Right. Who exactly. took your place? But I'm thinking of tour. You say who took my place? Yeah. I don't know. So when I saw the next season coming about, what was it, the fifth season maybe? Who were the characters then? And this, oh, shoot. Guys, because I, I wasn't there when Shelly Beatty, is that her name? Or Sky, the people you guys mentioned. Or, right. Oh, I would have been pissed. What was the girl's name? Yeah, we had... Right? There was yeah, there was storm, wind, jazz, yeah. sky. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, but yeah, I look right in his face, right into him. Okay, so now I was under the impression you actually went out because you were injured. Maybe that's you know, what they told us. They probably, exactly. They probably said that in back because remember my shoulder, but I believe it had healed by then. Right. right? But I still maybe wasn't as aggressive as they wanted me to be. Girl, you were aggressive. You were the you're more aggressive than most of us. I had to over, you know, but anyway, so yeah. But I want to say it had, I don't know. I don't know. You were dating your husband at that time too. You said where was he? Were you dating him? You were dating him at the time. I wonder if he was in New York at the time. Yeah. No. I mean, I'd love to find out why they got they got rid of you and didn't renew your contract. Was it, okay, oh, was it because you weren't performing? Because you were aggressive, you were winning, you were beautiful, you were athletic, people right. loved you. Was it, it, it so it was politics. It was politics, but they said it was a contra, something about his show that he had just. So the um, conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, see there, that's all, that's all politics. Yeah. yeah wow. <laughs> See, that's, but that's always quiet. I'm like, who did I piss off? You were right? like, why did I get let go? I would have been furious. Yeah. Hey, you go to the head, you go to the top dog, Sammy Gold and South. And then he Are pushed you, you off into a room. 
yeah, because it was I went into the mail room. I remember that floor, and they were in there, and he looked <laughs> like, "How you going? Is there a reason why my name is not on the?" You know, girl, I'm list? sorry, that's terrible. I had no idea. I don't think anybody really knew. Yeah, yeah I think this I is in. the first time anybody would go, "What?" What you go? How dare I enter his face? Sort of. That's the feeling that I got. I believe it. Yeah, I do believe yeah. that. Whatever you know, left. You know what? You had bigger and better things to do. However, yeah. at the time, I could I could probably imagine you were absolutely devastated. I just I dumbfounded. You know, not Shocked. devastated. What the heck? But so, like I said, my husband's show was getting ready to kick off, so that kind of saved it. You know, a smooth transition into because they were doing something else. They wanted me to do something else with that. Interesting. Yeah, it was a conflict of interest. So I left that show, went to the Nice and Warrior and supported my husband. And there you, know, you go. Yeah. Yeah. That was so let me ask you this. What are you what are you doing now to take care of yourself and to and to, you are defying the the aging process? How are you eating? How are you training? How are you staying as oh young goodness. as you looked when you were blaze? Oh my goodness. What are you so doing? Training. That's the key. What you is it? Stop, you, I've never stopped training. That's okay. the key. You have to maintain, right? But I've had a lot of injuries, girl. I just tore my, what is this? Your rotator cuff? Rotator cuff, right? Yeah. Maybe a year ago, right? So they did an MRI. Tore ligaments in my knees, right? But I still press through, right? Instead of doing full squats, I do partial. You there you go. That's just me. But I eat whatever I want still. Okay. Right? And I just, someone just turned me on to fasting, but there's the new herbs and this and that, because I never really paid attention to that. Yeah. I thought because I was so active yeah. and I was always, you know, cardio running, stadium steps, doing, I was always active. So I didn't feel the need to fast or juice or whatever they, you know, the herbs. Well, your metabolism is so fast. Yes. Extremely fast. Extremely fast. Yeah. I had a very fast metabolism, but that's all. That's listen. That's, I mean, you look fab. You look, you look like you just stepped off the gladiator stage right now. I mean, so you haven't stopped training. You're still eating whatever you want, but I'm sure it's healthy. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. You know, my favorite, I'm not going to tell you. Tell me. This is a little, um, it's called, I was introduced to it in Iowa because my son went to school in Iowa. Wait, what is it called? We went, when we took him down, it's called Freddy's Burgers and Custards. Have you heard of it? (laughs) I know. It's nothing. It's nothing. But I love this. It's so just burgers and onion rings and say, uh, yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. But I, they are, they're not here. Well, there's one on the way to Victorville. I found that out when we went towards Vegas, but we hardly ever go that way. So, or in San Diego. So we don't have any in the, you know, immediate right. area. So, yeah. But when I do travel down to San Diego, I stop in I think San Marcos at this one. Yeah. That's my favorite meal right now. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. <laughs> oh, okay, go. Let me shut up. Let me stop. Um, my my you. my my biggest weakness is French fries, and I've I I love them, and so I've just got to like I pace myself. <laughs> French fries, Lori. What? Okay. Yeah. What kind? What kind? Not in and out. What? Special? You make your own. If I had to choose, I would honestly, out of all the French fries, my favorite McDonald's. Seriously, I don't eat them all the time, but it is my absolute favorite. I can't say in and out. They're kind of bland. They're kind of exactly. You're right. You're right. You're right. When's the last time you had an in and out burger? Well, I don't enjoy them anymore, but 
maybe a month ago, right? Have those so patties we, not gotten as thin as they could possibly get? Right. I'm like, why am I eating this bread? Okay. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Eat it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just wasting. Come on now. Why is it so thin? Do they I, have I don't know. Because everybody's cheapening their stuff and yeah. spending and, and they're charging more and we're getting less. <laughs> That's the whole scam. No. Oh, my God. I love talking to you today. I can't believe that I haven't seen you in so many years. It's crazy. And I mean, we only had like an hour. It's already been an hour. It's nuts. And you, I, I feel five minutes. You talked. OK, you told me you. You're going to give me 45 minutes. That's I, it. I, I thought maybe, I I mean, we just barely touched the surface on so many yeah. things. It's just like awesome catching up with you. All right. All right. One more thing. Yeah. I, let you, I do remember. Do you, you remember this when we were in New York? What? So it was one of, I, I, I'd say a former friend of mine, right? We were in New York and he wanted to meet you. He took us to the club in the, in the limo, right? He, he was all over me. He was like, get this guy off me. <laughs> In New York, which is, he took us to some club, but he's a football player for the Jets. He played for the Jets. We went to Hofstra University. Now it's, that's coming back. You recall that trip? I remember, and I don't know if this was the same incident, but I remember being in New York, being yes. in a limo, being yes. next to a big, huge football player, and he was all over me, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. Oh my, I was like, I went like this. I went, this dude is so big that like, and I'm strong right now, but if I wanted to get him off me, this is kind of scary. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, I'm glad you thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, what's happening here? <laughs> All right. But here's the thing. I had so many questions, but yet it's so funny because when we don't talk for so many years, it just gets like, goes like this, but I wanted to know what you were doing now. And it's so cool that you're teaching. And when are you retiring? When are you done? Actually, see, I just started back. So since my husband's retired, I'm out, right? I'm teaching. So I have this first time. This is my freedom. So I can't retire, right? Maybe. And I love it. That's the thing. Cause I teach men. Hey, if you love it, then it's not really work, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I teach teach mathematics, algebra, you know, trig, geometry, you name it. Yeah. That is so cool. I absolutely love that. Damn, girl. That's so cool. Thank you, Shari. It's so amazing seeing you. And I'm going to get, I got to bring you back on another time because there's so many things we didn't get to talk about. Okay. Okay. I know. I know. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to Chillin' with Ice. And don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, and share wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember to follow us on Patreon and YouTube at Chillin' with Ice. And on Instagram and TikTok, you can follow me at lori.ice.fetrick. I look forward to chilling with you next time here on Chillin' with Ice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.